Hey, welcome to The Connection Project with your host, Michelle Evans. Michelle Evans is a mentor, speaker, author, and healer who works with clients around the world to kill self-doubt and gain unshakable confidence. And you want to know the secret? It's all in The Connection. So here we go on The Connection Project. Welcome back. Today we are talking about the wounded healer and I wanted to cover this topic because when I first heard this phrase, I knew it applied to me, even though I didn't really know what it meant. Today I'm also going to share with you 12 signs that you are in fact a wounded healer. I found this on Brianna Weiss's blog. So I want to give her credit because I think it's a really great list. When I first heard the term wounded healer, I didn't know what it meant. What I did know was that I was hurting and I wanted to help others. Somehow, I wanted to help them through the pain that I was feeling, through my traumatic childhood experiences. I needed them to be worth something. I had no idea how that was going to happen or transform. At that moment in time, I was a financial analyst for the government. So how I was going to help people through their trauma wasn't really clear to me. But I did know that I was helping in the financial realm. So I never expected the journey that would unfold before me. I spent years of studying various energy healing modalities and heightening my spiritual and intuitive connection. Through that, I found myself not only helping others through my story, I also had clients I was helping through theirs. Other wounded healers that through healing their own wounds help others to do the same. And it's created a ripple effect beyond anything I could ever imagine. It's what makes me really passionate now in just watching that as you heal yourself, you innately and automatically start to heal those around you. It is the most gratifying and blessed experience I could have. So now I want to share with you 12 signs that you are a wounded healer. And I'm going to give you a little bit of feedback on my thoughts on each of them. So number one, when you give other people advice, It feels like you're telling your younger self what you needed to hear. And it's this dynamic that makes you love helping others. Because healing them heals you. And this is true for me. I often find myself crying when I re-listen to videos or podcasts. Because that inner child in me wishes she would have known then what I speak about now. And number two, since you were little, you've known that you wanted to help people. And you may not have known how you're going to do it, 
but you are aware that you wouldn't be happy unless your life amounted to service in some capacity. This one is also true for me personally. I have always wanted to help people, whether it was in the banking industry and rearranging your financial picture, whether it was training people in the finance practices of government, whether it was helping small businesses as a bookkeeper. I have always wanted to help people. The greatest thing now is that I help people change their lives, not just their money, but their relationships, their businesses, their impact. Number three, being recognized for your work is both your most intense desire and your worst fear. You want other people to see you as a healer or teacher or writer or whatever, but at the same time, your deepest, most conflicting fear is being seen in that way. This is... This hit home for me huge because it is very true in my personal circumstance in that I love what I do. I love my clients to recognize what I do. I'm not so sure or always really comfortable on a big stage or promoting what it is I do. So that is what I am working on this year is ownership of that. Number four, you believe that without struggle, you cannot truly know happiness. You believe that there's a purpose in suffering and that so that we can see with complete clarity what it means to be at peace. I'm on the fence with this one. I, I always believe that there is something to learn from our painful circumstances and those times of suffering. I don't know that I would necessarily promote it, but... Number five, it's hard not to let your work become your life. You give everything you have to what you do, and sometimes it's hard for you to know when to draw the line. Your work is your life, but you wouldn't have it any other way. And I I would say that this is true for me. I work really hard. I'm very conscious of trying to maintain a balance I'm trying not to respond to emails at 10 o'clock at night and to take some time to do something besides work because I recognize that it's important to have a life as well. But in my earlier years, my work and my life were one and the same and very intertwined. So I get that one. Number six, you sometimes help too much and struggle to let people self-heal. You've learned the hard way that often you can tell people the answer, but until they figure it out themselves, it won't truly resonate. And I can say that this is very true for me. It took a lot, a lot of years for me to understand, or not necessarily to understand, but to allow people to be on their own path wherever that is. And it has been a learning journey for me in business as a healer to really allow that space. Uh, I recognize now that my clients that have the greatest results are the ones that are really ready 
and des deeply desire something different. So I can give you a boost with a breakthrough session, but the life-changing stuff you need to be ready for. And that, that was a learning curve for me, for sure. Criticism feels particularly painful to you as someone who has been deprived of love in some way, because that's what wounds are made of. Sometimes criticism can sting more than it should, but you pull through. And again, this is a growth thing for me in really being able to detach emotionally that I cannot control how other people perceive my message or me. It's really not about me. It has everything to do with where they are in the moment. But that was definitely a growth thing. I would say that was true in the early years. Number eight, you're grateful for the difficulties you went through. You recognize that the most painful times in your life were the most deeply transformative. Without them, you would not be who or where you are. They were necessary and transitory. And I would agree with this 100%. That especially as a wounded healer, those really difficult times that you, that you went through, that I went through, they're what allow us to connect on a much deeper personal level and also understand the quality and importance of safe, sacred space. Number nine, you're always working on yourself. You're committed to self-growth and you're always open to ways you could be more open-minded, more loving, or more aware. I would also wholeheartedly agree with that. Setting aside time every day for your growth and your journey is imperative. <laughs> Number 10, you want to fix everything, sometimes to a fault. It's hard for you to see the difference between being a perfectionist and being driven toward the life you want. You often blur the line between dedication and near insanity. <laughs> and again, this is completely true for me in the early years. Um, yeah, I wanted to fix everyone and everything. And it drove me crazy when I couldn't. Again, it was the growth and the development of just loving people where they are that was required for me to keep my sanity. Number 11, you have a very sound sense of purpose. You know why you're here and you know what you're here to do, even if it's just to be present and be as kind as you can. And I think it took, it took a few years for me to be really solid in knowing my purpose. I always knew my purpose, part of my purpose was to help people. I didn't always know what that looked like. And now I am much clearer that my purpose is to help people heal, to reconnect with their soul, to really transform and change their lives. And number 12, your life goal is to know that you helped even just one person, even just a little. You don't have to save the world. And in fact, you don't really care to. All you want to know is that you helped at least one person in their life. 
to you that is success. This one, I'm, as a professional healer, I do want to help more than one people, one person. That the ripple effect of helping one person is the most awesome thing. But I heard a statistic one time that every person has interaction and affects 600 other people. So if I can help 100 people, that then affects 6,000 people. And how many people do those 6,000 people affect? So for me personally, I absolutely want to help a multitude of people because I do believe that's how we change the world. So I may not be able to change the world on my own, but sending those ripples is the best thing for me. So I'd love to know how many of these apply to you. Are you a wounded healer? Do you need help healing your wounds? I'd love to hear your feedback. And again, I want to thank give a shout out to Brianna West that this is her list of 12 signs you are a wounded healer that I absolutely love. Until next time. Take the connection to the next level. Download the Anchor app on your mobile phone, search the Connection Project, and leave me a voice message. Let me know what you think, if you have any questions. And who knows, you might be featured on the next episode. And of course, let me know what is the one thing that you wish the world knew. Until next time, I see you, I feel you, and I love you.